You're listening to the Super Coin Bros Podcast, recorded by the Super Coin Bros at Sahara Coins in Las Vegas, Nevada. What's up, guys? Super Coin Bros back again. Can you believe it? It's been, uh, I don't know how long, a very long time. Yep, definitely a long time. So Ray here with Jonathan. Listen, we have been wanting to do this for a while, but it's just, you know, time doesn't allow for everything you want. Um, But sometimes when things pop up or things are dug up, I should say, it kind of lends itself to us jumping back on and uh, and digging back into some things. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, kind of an interesting uh, topic covered today. I'm I'm sure a lot of our uh, friends out there who are, you know, uh, uh, dealing in the coin world and whatnot have definitely heard about this because it's it's a it's a pretty interesting discovery. But uh, yeah, I think we want to go and try to cover that for for those of us who haven't uh, got in uh, deep in sort of the, uh, the 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 fine details and whatnot of this uh, amazing discovery. So we're gonna jump into the Great Kentucky Hoard, guys. Like, and a lot of you that are hearing that that, that may not know what we're talking about. Don't get me wrong. When I heard they named it the Great Kentucky Hoard, I was like, oh, they found bourbon. Like there was there was other things that, yeah. that popped into my mind. For sure, right? yeah. No, they found in a cornfield again. It's lending itself to bourbon, but anyways, they found in a cornfield an extremely, extremely amazing find uh, when it comes to uh, to gold coins. Yeah, it turns out uh, eight hundred uh, Civil War era coins uh, were unearthed, and seven hundred of them were gold. Can you guys believe that? That's a that's a that's a that's an extraordinary find by 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 any uh, uh, any means, really. So, like finding look, finding gold coins is one thing, right? Like, but we're not talking about run-of-the-mill, common date, like, hey, you found some coins to add to the population report type of stuff. We're talking about DeLonga Mint coins. We're talking about, you know, rare, I mean, Civil War rarities. Yeah, definitely. Um, So, interesting enough, uh, a lot of... um coin hordes and whatnot that are found, especially in recent years, you know, come in like coffee cans and things like that. But turns out this hoard was uh, discovered in cloth bags, right? It was So there were remnants of cloth found uh, alongside of the, the, the find here. And uh, like Ray had mentioned, yeah, right in the middle of a cornfield of all places, uh, the, the person who... Um, discovered the piece has decided to remain anonymous and cool, for good ex- reason right? have to, like, for sure for sure let's be real he's gonna have his great cousins hitting him up like yo that corn you got 100%. over there yeah. you know and and uh uh beyond that of course again naturally like anybody else he has kept the location also under wraps for again you can imagine why listen i don't really need strangers up in my cornfield especially in the middle of the night not that yeah. i have a cornfield but yeah. if i did uh, I it. definitely wouldn't be sharing <laughs> that it's not just golden yellow <laughs> corn coming out of my field. For sure. So um, some of the uh, sort of uh, uh, basic um, details of the find is that 95% of the gold coins um, uh, were of gold dollars, right? $1 gold coins. Uh, we're talking of all types, types 1s, 2s, and 3s, dating from 1854 to 1862. Uh, with that said, that's that's 95% of those. The other ones were actually, uh, I think it's uh, 20 of them, were uh, $10 gold libs. Uh, eight of them, $20 gold libs. And I'm, dis- I'm, I'm excluding the 18 
1863 Philadelphia $20 gold libs. We'll kind of talk about that a little further in detail, but there's a reason that we're setting uh, these these 18 coins apart from the other uh, uh, regular, uh, should we say, um, $20 gold liberties. I love that we call them regular. Yeah. These are gold coins dug up out of a field. These True. are regular. Yeah. These are all regular gold coins. But Again, no, we, it, we, we have to use some form of distinguishing here, right? Right. I mean, really the big thing you look at, right? Like, okay, so we know obviously there's a lot of information that's going to come along with these coins but again with any coins i always think about like hey who may have owned this coin true where did it come from what Mm -hmm. has it been through right Mm -hmm. so in this i mean there's obviously a lot of speculation because we don't know 100 percent like what why who when but based on timing location and all of that with with kentucky claiming as being a state of neutrality during the civil war and then all of a sudden you look and go whoa 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 wait a minute Kentucky was raided. They came mm-hmm. up in there. The General Leonidas Polk came in there, brought his soldiers, kind of, you know, put his sword in the the side of their, hey, we're neutral. Yep. Uh, it, well, they weren't having it. So yep. the speculation is that the owner of these coins saw something coming, right, and decided to bury them as like an insurance policy. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we still to this day have a lot of folks that are like, yo, I'm going to bury this. I'm going to yep. bury it. Yep. But... To that extent, this was literal, right? They they really took this stuff out in which may have been a cornfield or not at the time. We don't know, but out and buried it in 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 a field, you know, just to, just for safekeeping. It, it, here's the thing, too. It's funny you say that because it kind of makes me think about. It. Listen, any of you that might hear this, if you're a corn farmer, I apologize for my ignorance on the topic. But here's the deal: <laughs> it didn't look like from what I saw in the recovery video mm-hmm. that it was that deep. And cornfields, I'm imagining it's like any other crop, right? Like yep. they grow it, eventually it gets torn out, and they regrow. Right. Well, if that's the case, how did nobody find this at any point prior? You know, you say that, uh, and um, it was interesting, you know, when you read about it, uh, it says that, uh, you know, at least one of the coins was damaged by farm equipment. They don't really elaborate as to whether that was that was when he actually found it or if that was prior to. But I imagine if if uh, something happened to where one of the coins was damaged and it was prior to, maybe it unearthed part of it and, and, and maybe that made it easier to find potentially. But again, unfortunately, there's not a lot of information surrounding that. Well, let's be real. It's damaged by farm equipment, right? So back then, farm equipment was a shovel, you know? Uh, what? A hoe, per- y- perhaps? Yeah. Who knows? A Who hoe knows? damaged all the gold coins? We don't know. I mean, yeah. there's, there's many options. Yeah, lots of speculation there to be made. So we have some audio uh, from the gentleman that had found it. Let's go ahead and take a listen to that. This is the most insane thing ever. Those are all $1 gold coins, $20 gold coins, $10 gold coins. And look, I'm still digging them out. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, six more gold coins. This is real. Okay, so check this out. So. I would probably be exactly the same as this guy. Like For you can sure. hear in his voice, he's kind of shaky. He's he's excited. He, oh, yeah. You know, I, I mean, what? Honestly, you're digging in your backyard. You know, your kids are I don't know making a pond or something for the Who weekend. Knows? Yep. And you find something like that. I mean, honestly, what would your reaction be? Oh yeah. Like, oh yeah. And I mean, it's not it's not just one or two, right? No. I mean, you can hear the guy's excitement. You know, there's 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 two. There's three. There's there's six more. 
right? It's continuing to 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 be unearthed, and so yeah, uh, that that's that's uh, it's kind of hard to contain your excitement, especially if you're finding gold, and it doesn't seem to just be you know one or two pieces. Listen, I remember as a kid finding my grandma had this big old orange tree we all used to play in. And my cousin got into metal detecting, right? As in, there's always somebody in somebody's family that at some point is like, hey, I'm going to go metal detect and find millions of dollars. Well, he used to find cool stuff, but like we decided one day, let's do it in grandma's backyard. Of course there's awesome stuff back here. <laughs> we did dig up what looked like a, um, I don't know, like a military uh, uniform like pendant. Nice. Had like an eagle, a little crest. Yeah. I was probably... 10, 11. Sure. Dude, I was excited. I was Absolutely. Like, this thing's got to be worth something. Absolutely. And I'm sure it was worth nothing. But probably. Probably. I but imagine, you know, now, like, say, I mean, you dig something like that up and it, it continues. You're like, there's more, there's more, there's more. Yeah, you'd be you'd be freaking out a bit. Yeah. I don't think I'd have a cornfield. Give uh, me a true. week and I would there'd be no more corn. No more corn. <laughs> just dig up the entire thing that just would to see if you it. found something. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's as simple as that. Absolutely. But with the finding, I mean, they found some pretty extraordinary stuff. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, so we kind of covered early on, you know, these are all Civil War era pieces, right? Um, what's interesting is that um, based on the date, right, uh, um, the the... You have the uh, you have the scenario where where the eighteen sixty three twenty dollar gold live right. It's one of the key dates. The Philadelphia Mint uh, specifically. It's one of the key dates as far as uh, twenty dollar gold libs go. Um, these are coins that uh, again eighteen of them were unearthed, and these are coins that are in in mint state condition, easily six figure coins right. Uh, as of right now in in uh, in PCGS, the, the hoard was certified by NGC exclusively. But uh, PCGS has a population one of one in with a price 64. guide value of a hundred and seventy five thousand dollars. Yeah. Now let's so. be realistic. We all know price guide values don't necessarily line up with actual auction values. Yep. But due to the circumstances and how this coin was found, and the fact that it's a one of one. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that coin's going to go for more than $175,000. It's very, very possible. Very possible. Um, and again, the, the fact that 18 of them were unearthed, right? Um, it, they said that uh, the condition yeah. of these pieces, it's near a tube, and they're, they're in extraordinary condition, uh, ranging anywhere from uh, you know, extra fine to mint state, right? That's, that's, that's really something quite extraordinary. Finding one is, is really cool. Uh, just because of the rarity alone, but I mean, nearly a full tube in 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 just about perfect condition. That's that's the part that gets me. I'm like, listen, you you don't find a full tube of pretty much anything when they find these hordes. I mean, unless of course, you know, the Redfield hoard, something like that, where it was legitimately rolls and rolls of coins. Right, right. But with these gold coins, these old Civil War coins, you look at that and go, well, a whole tube of these, and it's not like again, it's not a tube of common dates. It's right. not a tube of anything. That you're gonna have on a listen. We have people walk into this store sometimes with things that were like, "Whoa, yeah, like, where did true. that come from?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do we ever see tubes of extremely rare dates? Never. No, that's Never. usually not a thing, right? Because no. they're they're certified or whatnot. Now we understand that these clearly in the Civil War there wasn't going to be NGC certified <laughs> right. coins getting buried. Right. Not a thing back then, you yep. know. But um, it's just it is a special find. It's a really cool hoard. Um, and looking at, at the history of it and kind of the way that everything worked out and the way that they've, you know, found this and they're, they're trying to get it out to auction, which is interesting to me, not necessarily auction, but for sale. Yeah. Yep. And you have to call to get the prices on some of them. Yeah. 
I mean, I get it, guys. It's it's smart, right? Like, yeah, it it was an exclusive deal without a doubt. Um, it, it's interesting though because uh, 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 you know, not not a lot of those numbers and whatnot are, are publicly available, uh, publicly available as far as those records mm-hmm, go. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but I, I really kind of want to touch on uh, sort of what what Ray is saying here, uh, where you know, based on the time frame and whatnot, I kind of want to expand a little further on that. When we're talking about Civil War era coins, maybe we can kind of touch a little bit more on sort of the less known mints and whatnot uh, of the United States. I'm sure every, uh, you know, we're all familiar with, you know, uh, Philadelphia and Denver and San Francisco, right? But um, what Denver what, is not the only D in the basket. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. When we hear the D mint mark, everybody's going to think of Denver, right? But uh, turns out that the Dahlonega mint is the first mint to crown the D mint mark and you know a lot of our a lot of our friends out there might be like well what where is that what 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 is this story and so so Delonica was actually a mint um uh, founded it was it was located in Georgia and it was uh created solely for the purpose of striking gold coins right um very much similar to Charlotte North Carolina um that that was the C mint mark by the way for for, for those of us who uh, those of you guys uh, who haven't heard about it but especially um, uh, us west coast folks over oh, yeah. here a lot of the west coast collectors that are new newer to this mm-hmm. they hear those and they go say what yeah because you don't see that stuff over here very often this is true this is true a lot of us you know uh when you're getting into numismatics you're like oh yeah there was a mint in uh, new orleans or yeah there was a mint in, in carson city and yes right. those are all fine and dandy but relatively well known just because of how popular the morgan dollar is right but um you know, Delonica and 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 charlotte are both extremely sought after because of how few coins were minted mm-hmm. at those mints they were uh they were first um established by the Mint Act of 1835, right, right alongside uh, Charlotte as well as uh, New Orleans. Um, but um, specifically Delonica, though, they were only uh, uh, allotted to mint uh, $1 gold coins, uh, $2.5, so quarter, uh, quarter eagles, uh, $3, specifically the 1854 only, and $5 half eagles. So they were not even in charge of making, you know, anything larger than the 10s and 20s and whatnot. That wasn't even part of their deal. And from this hoard, we've they, they've actually found uh, some of the $1 uh, gold coins that crown the D-Mint mark. Well, and the hard part, too, is, I, I mean, I've seen... I think I maybe in person have seen two or three DeLonga Mint coins. Yep. Uh, when I have seen them, they've either been details coins. Yeah. And for those of you that are unaware, that just means it's been cleaned or damaged or something. It doesn't uh, actually get a full number grade. Um, but they were either details coins or they were very, very low grade coins. Mm-hmm. So them finding these and if there's a chance that any of them are, what, VF or better? Yeah. Uh, I mean... These things are going to be solid coins. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. They're... And what does this do to those folks? And we know a couple of them. Yep. That are Civil War gold collectors. Like oh, we're yes. talking registry sets that mm-hmm. are that are massive, right? I mean, just like any other thing, I know I'm that guy, and I will repeat myself till I'm blue in the face, that I feel like the uh, population report game is, is a big one. Yeah, definitely. And when, especially when you've got these guys that have these super high-rated registry sets and now there's gonna be coins that are better right and we're talking a an influx into that market of anywhere between seven to eight hundred coins mm-hmm. i mean if we're talking populations that are two digits tops right i mean the 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 values of those pieces can really shift yeah i mean listen for those of you that might have gotten this far into this podcast that aren't necessarily coin guys Maybe you're a baseball card collector. Maybe you're a, a classic toy collector or even a car collector. Sure. This is similar. 
right? If so, that baseball card that you have that has a population of uh, three in an, in a nine, mm-hmm. and you know some Joe Schmo had a box in his in his garage and he never ever ever touched it, and now there's six of them. Yeah, what did it do to your value? Now Absolutely. multiply that by. Yep by this massive amount. Mm-hmm. So this is one of those where it's always interesting to see when a horde gets introduced into the populations, introduced into the you know certification. Uh, it's interesting to watch what happens to the values, right? I mean, this is that weird shift that numismatics and collectibles have that, that bullion does not. This right? is true. This is true. And, you know, for... Uh, you know, guys like us in this industry, it's definitely a, a sort of a double-edged sword where we're definitely excited to, you know, see finds and whatnot like this, sort of the uh, historical historical aspects, as well as sort of the um, cool backstories and whatnot behind them. But at the same time, yeah, the population game is without a doubt something that's going to be affected. And that in turn, you know, affects us as to how we deal in certain things. If we potentially see things like this, that can have a great impact on, uh, on values and auction records you know yeah and honestly i mean like you'd mentioned that that it's nice to see hordes and things pop up um there's don't get me wrong like when this happens it's great because we're like cool here's what they found here's Mm -hmm. this here's that yep the backstory is almost more interesting to things right like depending upon them i mean again i know i've already mentioned the redfield horde but Mm -hmm. let's be real that dude was a little crazy, a right? Little bit, so yeah. that, but it leads to the good history of that of that horde. It leads right. to that. Right. So you know, learning about this and kind of this this one. Unfortunately, the backstory is is I'd say what ninety nine percent speculation. Absolutely. I mean, nobody knows who buried it. They don't. I mean, there's a good idea of when it was buried based on what's in it. So but. it's cool that you say that. Uh, one of the theories that I was reading about, you know, they say that um, again because this happened, uh, uh, the Confederacy seized, um, you know, like the mints and and the areas and whatnot in eighteen sixty one, right? But the coins, the coins are dated until eighteen sixty three. Now this provides a little bit of room for even further speculation. Uh, because of Kentucky's uh, state of neutrality, um, there is speculation that potentially the person who owned these coins could have even been working for the union mm-hmm. if that were the case and they were being paid in union coinage. Oh, yeah, you're getting all that federal coinage, that would, baby. Yeah, Here we go. That would, it would very much be a, a, a source of speculation there. Now, if they were seized in 1861, they have coinage from 1860 what was the sort of process that they came into these pieces again just one of those things where we've all we always say this uh, around here where we're like man if, if coins could speak if coins could tell mm-hmm. their story you know what kind of stories would they have this is without a doubt one of those that would have uh, a lot of things to say for a lot of very interesting people i think so they do uh, one of the things i'd read too is another historian again it's speculation right there was there was the John Hunt Morgan raid in Kentucky in 1963. So there, there's a window that they believe that may have been the raid they were hiding it from. Right, um, right. It could have, you know, that's exactly it. The coins, the date on the coins is what's leading to all these doors being opened, right? right. Like, oh, he buried it in 1861. No, he didn't. No, no. Or she, whoever, whoever buried them. Yep. Uh, it, it was. It had to have been buried 63. Absolutely. You know, or, or, or later. thereafter. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so the speculation of it being buried to protect it makes a lot of sense, right? Mm-hmm. Let's mm-hmm. be real. If you're if you're there, you're you're on the union side here. You're getting paid with these these coins that clearly are like a basically a scarlet letter of what you do for sure you know you're like uh yeah i'm gonna go ahead and hide those so it makes sense and even with that another thing i had read about was that there's potentially another horde out there uh the william pettit horde and that Mm -hmm. that he had buried it in lexington on his farm 
still hasn't been found. And it's never been found. Yeah. So let's be real. If you're in Lexington listening, uh, what are you doing inside still? Yep. Go get a shovel and your kids. It's time to go find the hoard. Find a friend who's got a metal detector. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, maybe borrow that and, uh, yeah, man, see what you can dig up. Yeah, and that's exactly it, guys. I mean, this is, listen, we're, we're based in Nevada, so there's obviously a lot of history here, too. There's a lot of things. I've actually heard stories of there being a Mormon gold uh, hoard that's mm-hmm. potentially somewhere in the Las Vegas Valley yep. from when the, the waters and things used to run through here. Mm-hmm. So there's lots of potential out there to find these things. I know it seems impossible when you really think about, well, you know, what year are we in? What yep. are people doing now? Yep. But clearly, guys, there's stuff still out there. I'm not trying to send you all on a modern treasure hunt, but <laughs> it's one of those that really, I mean, if you're into history, you're into, you know, kind of tracking things down. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of this stuff out there, and it's uh, there's a lot of speculation to it, but it's all worth checking out, especially if you enjoy this type of thing. Absolutely. So overall, guys, we think this is a pretty cool hoard. Um, like like Jonathan and I have both said, we're excited to see some of this stuff come through the store mm-hmm. uh, or come onto the market in general. Yep. Uh, it's going to be really, really beautiful coins. I, I've seen a pictures of, I think, one or two pieces of it like yeah. that have been holdered. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how that goes. I did read two different estimations of value. Yeah. Uh, one guy said over two million. One said closer to a million. Yep. Listen, with that, with that eighteen sixty three, I did see they they think it's going to go for about three eighty. Yeah. Um. So just that one coin going for three eighty, I would in my mind would tend to push the value of that collection closer to the two million range. I would definitely agree with that because I mean, yeah, you know, well, like we like we talked about earlier, that eighteen sixty three Philly, uh, twenty dollar gold piece. You know, it, it's a, it's again in a in a in a mint state. Um, uh, uh, rating. You're talking about you know a six figure coin, and there yeah. are eighteen of them. Yeah. So simple math would tell you that mm-hmm. yeah, it's 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 going to have some potential value uh, 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 of of nearly a million or over that very very easily. Yeah, we're not talking about a kid hiding his lunch money over time. This is no. a, this is a big deal. No. So. Anyways, guys, we are glad that you jumped on and listened to us today. Listen, keep your eyes and ears peeled. I'm going to hopefully uh, keep some content coming here. We're going to try to try to revamp up the Supercoin Bros uh, podcast. We enjoy sharing stuff with you guys. If you guys have any requests, you can always email us over here at Sahara Coins at service at saharacoins.net. Uh, we would love to hear your ideas or if there's anything that you would like to hear us discuss. Uh, I know the market has been kind of steady recently, uh, but there's lots of stuff going on with the gold and silver market all the time. So for maybe sure, we'll start sure. doing some uh, some focused podcasts on that. Have some fun with it. Make it fun for you guys to listen to and uh, learn at the same time. I mean, it's like reading Rainbow, but for adults. Yeah, absolutely. Collecting... Kind of discerning adults yes yeah just yeah without the song anyways we are gonna see you guys we're not gonna see you guys we're gonna talk to you guys next time yep uh hope you guys have a great time find some more podcasts you like shoot them our way too we always like listening to other folks and uh again thanks for listening talk to you next time have a good one